Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 226. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and NWA Power with three R's. But before we get to all of that, my name is John, and joining me as she does every time we talk about the programs is the Sammy Guevara to my Chris Jericho. Marianne, hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. My week was good. I was just really looking forward to this weekend because I was supposed to go hang out with this guy that I'm seeing and he got sick. And so he canceled on me halfway through the day. Like he literally canceled on me when I was in the middle of doing my makeup. My God. And I was well, so pissed I mean, because I never wear makeup. I only wear it on weekends and only when somebody's going to see it. And I was like, so I put an effort into what I look like today for no fucking reason. Damn. I took a shower today for no fucking reason. My God. Well, I mean, upsetting. it's upsetting, but you know, everyone's uh, an, in an uproar over the uh, the coronavirus. So. I know. I asked him if he had a fever and he was like, not really. And I was like, mm, OK, but um, I made up for it by watching uh, the latest episode of Drag Race because that's my feel good show. Excellent. Because I'm not a hot mess. A lot of them are hot messes. There you go. So it was good shit. But I did the the guy. His name's Stephen. Um, I had um, also the name of my T- or V. No, no. We'll go over spellings of names later in the notes. Oh. Um, did I spell someone's name wrong? He, no. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> I would have correct. I would have corrected the typo. Um. But he actually bought the AEW pay-per-view for me so I could watch it. And so we watched it together. And it was like the first time he had seen wrestling in forever. And uh, he told me that he thought that John Moxley looked washed up. And I yeah. was very, I was very upset, John. That's a... Uh... <gasps> He was like, look, that's wrong. Yes. He was like, he jiggles when he runs. And I was like, you leave that fucking man alone sitting there in my Moxley shirt, mind you. I'm wearing my my Moxley shirt right now. I didn't even think. Yes. I'm not I'm not wearing my now. I'm wearing a Hall of Notes shirt. But I wore a Moxley shirt to his house and we watched the pay-per-view and it was a lot of fun. Great. Um, I did fall asleep at one point, but uh, we need to talk about. So what what did you think of it? Well, I mean, before we get to the pay-per-view, I think we need to talk about what I did uh, last Thursday. I interviewed Terry Oh, Funk. yes. <laughs> yes, you did that, and you interviewed some other people, and I, you did not warn me about this ahead of no, time. No, I didn't. Um, so Shame on you. Last Thursday, which seems like a lifetime ago, or wait, yeah, last Thursday, not the one that just passed. Uh, I sat down with uh, Neeson and Johnny and a couple of other people. We actually got, we had a, a studio audience. Uh, yeah. Jack it was, was there, Jack right? Jack was there. Jack got to yes. ask the first question for Terry Funk. Um, after I bet we you it was done. adorable. I bet Jack was fully adorable. Oh, uh, well, uh, JB from LaPelia did not tell him. He just said, keep your Thursday night free. Oh my God, that's amazing! And he he showed up, and Jack was uh, lit up like a Christmas tree for sure. Or did he like? Oh my God, because Jack when he's excited about something, oh yeah, he yeah, is yeah. like adorable. Yeah, <laughs> he's it was so adorable. It was pretty great. He had a really good time. Um, Terry Funk, we interviewed him for 
he stayed with us for I'd say a little over an hour. Um, it was past his bedtime. Way past. He his flight was delayed by an hour, and he sat down with us for pretty much another hour. And then after the we stopped streaming. He hung out for, I'd say, another, man, I, I want to say another, like, 30 minutes and just signed stuff for people that were there, um, talked to everybody, took pictures. It was great. It was so good. It could I don't think it could have went any better. He was just, um, man, just great, great stuff. And then that Saturday, which is the, was the same day as uh, the pay-per-view, um, I, we just went from interviewing... Like Terry Funk's the first person I've ever interviewed in my entire life. Um, you know, besides if we, you know, if we have guests on every once in a while, but you know, they're our friends. They're not, you know, a guy who's been wrestling since the, the mid sixties. Since little, little John Pingle was little John Pingle. Yeah, basically. Um, so Baby John. So we basically, we get to the LAX fan fest, which is a once every four year, um, conference just call it a shindig it's a shindig um the the undertaker was the headliner that was a huge get and i mean as soon as the undertaker signed everything everyone was gone it was ghost town for sure and um, you were like whatever basically uh but <laughs> we we had our booth there we had the the ths booth there um we had some vodka there as well uh from neft who is the is our owner slash partner um and we just interviewed people and we got a lot of cool interviews. They should be up soon on the on the hashtag show YouTube and on all of our social media. We interviewed um, Chavo Guerrero Jr. We interviewed Kelly Kelly. We interviewed Devon Dudley, which was huge. I for did me. see that. I was like, John was probably like tiny he child was, inside. I, uh, he was so nice. Uh, he was just amazing. Uh, he also gave us um, an exclusive, which I'll tell you off air, but I, I, I want people to go watch the video. Did you ask him what it's like being in a tag team with a shithead? Um, I will say somebody afterwards said like something. Oh, Bubba's fine. He's, you know, he's nice. And and Devon said, what was he doing? He's like, what was he? What was he doing? And he's like, oh, he was at a signing. He's like, oh, so he was making money. And he oh goes, oh my god. He goes, yeah. And he goes, so that's why he was nice to you. Oh my god. And walks away. That is hilarious. Sounds like that is some heat that there. is ultimate shoot week for that. That's so funny. I mean, he could I'm so also, glad you told me that. He could have also been joking, but I don't know. But um, yeah, it was it was very cool. You I, forgot the most important person that you interviewed. Well, I haven't got. Is it Stu Bennett? Hell yeah, it's Stu Bennett. Well, I was gonna get to it. It was gonna be my intro to why we're watching NWA Power this week. Okay, go. Just go and go into it, and then I'll tell you what question I would have had you ask if I had known about this. So Stu Bennett uh, comes over. He is um, a large lad. Uh, Duh. And it was it was so cool because I even said to him, I'm like, it's so nice to you know. A lot of us were really bummed. When you when you left and it just kind of seemed like you were done, but it seems with with what you're doing with NWA power, it seems like you're back. And he was just like, yeah, I'm back in it. I love wrestling again. NWA power is great. It's a lot of fun. Um, but in a sexy British accent. Absolutely. Yes. Um, 
and we actually talked about, uh, I actually, <laughs> Marianne, I, I said, listen, you have a fantastic voice and I know you've been doing uh, acting. Have you ever been approached about doing voiceover work? And he's like, you know what? I haven't. I'm like, you should really look into that. And he, it was, it was great. It'll, you'll see it in the interview. Um, but I did comment on how great his voice was and how he uh, should be getting uh, more voiceover stuff. He would just be villains on everything. Which is fine. I mean. Yeah, but, I, I would have been like, John, can you ask him what it's like to be so sexy? I mean, technically I did. I told him he had a great voice. So He's so hot. Oh, my God. In a roundabout way, I did. He's so nice. Such a nice guy. Um, He's so hot. Ugh. We also interviewed uh, Darren Young as well. He was very oh. nice. He's He just did an off-Broadway uh musical fucking good for him uh and he's like i'm he's like i want to go full in on this and that was oh, pretty that's exciting so good. yeah that was pretty exciting to talk to him um i'm trying to think of anyone else we sat down with and spoke to neeson sat down with rikishi and talked to rikishi i was running around so i was not there but yeah it was it was a very you got surreal, to talk to devon so you're happy yeah it was a very surreal moment it was kind of just like People just kept coming and coming. It was like, we got this guy next. We got this guy next. And it's some, oh, we interviewed um, uh, Yoshitatsu, which was fun for me uh, because obviously, because he's in all Japan right now. So we got to talk to him about, well, I'm sorry. I got to talk to him about all Japan. Um, but it was awesome. It was <laughs> were just, you, were you a full on Mark? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think. Maybe a little bit. I mean, you'll see in the interviews. You can judge for yourself. But I made sure to tell Chavo that um, I was a huge WCW kid and just thanked him for, you know, being a part of my life every week. Uh, so that was cool. And he was so nice, too. Oh, he was great as well. It, all these interviews will be up soon on the That Hashtag Show YouTube. Uh, I believe it's just YouTube.com slash That Hashtag Show. Um, but I will also be throwing it out there on every other media that I can. But, yeah, uh, it was so cool, Marianne. But afterwards, we watched a the AEW pay-per-view. Um, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Who did you watch it with? I watched it at um, the Hashtag Show Studios, and I watched it with... Um, we had a special guest. We had uh, the Wrestling Classic, who is, uh, if you go on Instagram, his Instagram handle is Instagram.com slash the Wrestling Classic. Uh, super cool guy. His name's Justin. Uh, he has his own chalk line jacket. So no way. Yeah, I was like, hey, how do you how does one go about getting a, a chalk line jacket? Because Manders and I just really want to haul a notes chalk line jacket. I have no idea, but he has one. But also he has half a million followers. So. I want I want you know. a Hollow Notes chalk line jacket so bad. I say as I'm sitting here wearing my Hollow Notes shirt, and I just looked at myself in the mirror right now, John. My makeup looks so good today. I'm even more upset that I'm not going outside. You gotta you gotta post it on the gram. You gotta post it on the Twitter. I, you gotta post it everywhere, man. Just I it looks so good. Make and them I, uh, what is it? Make make them jealous or something. I don't know. I don't fucking. What do you know. do? I'm so mad. <laughs> what do you do? I don't. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm looking at it and I'm going, ugh, I look so good. And then I know that Lauren's probably somewhere going, feel your oats, girl. Yeah, probably. You look great. She, but she's also yeah. taking a nap, so maybe in dream world. No, in her that. dreams. In her dreams. And that's she's what she's dreaming, doing right now. She's saying that. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, the pay per view was great. Yeah, we watched it at um at the THS Studios. Which now that I think about it, oh man, it's been a long, long week, Marianne. <laughs> because I thought today was Sunday, and I told Lauren, oh, "I'll do that. I'll do that tomorrow." And she said, "Tomorrow's Sunday." I said, "No, it's not." So I thought today was Sunday. It's just been a, a whole long thing. But the AEW pay per view, very good. I thought it was it, top to bottom, great show. Um. I mean, boy, this Cody Rhodes tattoo is no good. We will get to that on eight when we're talking AEW Dynamite. We will fucking get to that. That's it. Looks like a no fear like temporary tattoo, oh, but um, it's bad. Um, we need to talk about how Orange is so fucking over in AEW that they put his match at the end of the fucking card. Even yeah. though it was only a match for like three days. Yeah. Um, I kept thinking I was going to miss it because I was driving to San Francisco and I was going to be late. And I was like, shit, shit, shit. And I kept thinking I was literally going to miss it because it would be at the beginning. And I was like, I have to watch all of these wrestling matches and wait for Orange Cassidy. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did. Uh, Pac is having a hell of a week. Hell of a week. I'll tell you that. Week and a half. He's just having some great matches. We'll get to them a little later. But. Uh, yeah, the Pac-Orange Cassidy match was fantastic. Orange Cassidy very much over with the crowd. It's it's good stuff. You texted me about this match, and I was like, what? And I didn't hear it. What did? Oh, the fire ant thing. That, oh, my fucking God. Yes. Yeah, uh, Excalibur said he has the something something of a fire ant, which I thought was very funny. That's hysterical. I actually, I if you're if there was any moment that I was a mark for that entire weekend interviewing or watching this, it was probably that. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, he just said the, the fire thing. Ant. Fire at fucking reference over Devon Dudley. <laughs> I mean, yeah. at, at, That's so funny. I will also say at, I think Devon Dudley was the last interview we did. So at that point it was just like, Oh, just another interview. It was so, such Chill. a weird, That's good. Weird you were like week. in a, you were like in a, a zone, but yeah, I didn't know. I was like, Oh shit. That's so funny. Like, Oh, it was good. I was like, I love how they put him towards the end because he's so goddamn over. He's so over and he doesn't do anything. And that wasn't even like top notch orange material. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't. We not. have seen top notch orange material. Yeah, him and Deppin had a great match at Shakar, or whoop, had a great match at PWG a while back. I don't think you were at that one, but that match was, no. that match was great. I mean, we've seen. I don't go unless there's somebody there that, I mean, I've, I've like, spoken to orange cassie a number of times i'm og and i will say this for the millionth time og orange cassie cosplayer I, um I, confirmed by orange cassidy my god um yeah you're hearing it here um but i tend to only go if there's somebody i have a feeling i won't get to see or that mm. i don't get to see very often or if i have a inkling of a feeling that that chuck taylor will make an appearance you just made the list because he's he's my my everything it's my everything right on john he's my absolutely he's my everything <laughs> Jeez. uh so no this this pay-per-view was great i gave omega page young bucks the old five stars got the old it was five so stars. good uh i was match. so happy with the outcome of that 
Oh, yeah. It was great. I'm very um, interested to see. Now, they booked this for next week. We'll talk about a we'll talk about dynamite here in a minute, but it's going to be uh, you know what? I'll just add it to it, but we'll talk about it at the end of the show. They just announced another match. Um, bunch of question marks and they're taking on those people. All right. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little a little later because AEW, my God. And by a little later, I mean, I guess right now. I mean, pay-per-view was great. I thought everybody who, who um, you know, won made sense. Nothing really didn't make any sense. I will say the Co- the Cody tattoo just took me completely out of the match. It was so distracting. It was so bad. It, it was really, I, I thought, I was like, what am I looking at? Is this like some of that like weird like athletic tape and then I went no as he got closer and I remember turning to Steven going it's not usually like this I swear to god I don't know what this is yeah I, I, mean... I felt I felt the need because there was a lot of times where he was like he was like I'm just gonna get drunker and drunker until I just start doing wrestling moves in my living room and I was like please don't do that um but he was just like, that's not real. That's not real. And I was like, yes, that is real blood, you moron. And I had to like go over it. I was like, I've never felt like I needed to defend something so much, but without being offended about it. My God. You know what I mean? Because sometimes yeah. people will do it in like a way that it's like, like offensive. Right. Like they're talking to you like you're being stupid. And I was like, no, I was like, it's real. And I was like, when has wrestling ever claimed to be a legitimate thing i was like that's blood is real no because back in like the 1930s they used to post the results of the match above the ring during the match right so it's like it never claimed to be real but i was like the blood though i was like that's legitimately real and so i was like having to explain it to him but i wasn't getting like upset while doing it at the same time which was nice that's good you know and he wasn't like he was like he thought it was adorable how excited i was getting And I told him, I was like, I'm sorry. I know we're technically on a date right now, but that man right there, I'm in love with him. <laughs> I like pointed at Chuck Taylor. Oh my God. I was like, I'm sorry, but he's the best and he's my favorite. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and I, I just, I, I apologized. I could have not apologized. True. Yeah. Very true. Uh, let us move on to the show that aired after the pay-per-view, which is this week's AEW Dynamite. We opened the show with the brand new AEW World Heavyweight Champion, John Moxley. My God, it is fucking 2020, and John Moxley is a thing and is a televised world champion. Yep. John Moxley is a thing again. Yep. Alan, and is a s- televised world champion, and I don't know. The day I get over this, I will let you know, but he, I'm not over it yet. He can see again, which is great can see out of both eyes me thinks that he could always see yeah the eye patch is gone uh moxley basically cuts a similar promo to when he uh won the title on saturday uh aew's professional wrestling chris jericho comes out marianne i feel like you have some thoughts here oh yes um that jacket was a fucking toot uh that entrance theme, what do you, okay, so you know how it was, like, cute and organic, like, when it was organic the first time? Yeah. Has this entrance theme turned into uh, a Shinsuke banger, like, for these marks? Oh, man. Um, I think because so. They continue singing it afterwards, and that's, I, like, Shinsuke's theme was a banger until everybody started singing it. I still love this song. It's, the, <laughs> you love Shinsuke's theme? I love Shinsuke's theme, but I also love this song. The Fozzie theme? I love Judas, yeah. 
Oh my God. So like, it's literally the best song they've ever written as a band. Like yeah, it, right? it's not even close. It's so good. It was great live too. Um, shut your ass is what he said last week that you put ha 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 about. And I was trying oh, to figure out what it was. Ass. It was because he said, shut your ass. And it was the funniest oh thing. God. Like, and he called him the lunatic fringe, which is such a terrible nickname, oh, but yeah. also a ridiculous callback. And it's like, if anybody's allowed to like, it's like referring to someone's previous life. Yes. But yeah. Uh, also, he said the Moxley era sucks ass. So just a lot of ass talk is happening. Yeah, and then he talks about, he was like so confident in his abilities. He's like, I'm going to take a leave of absence. And I was like, yeah, to go on tour with your band in my head. Well, and then I looked it up. They're legitimately going on tour. Yes, but what he said was, if we don't leave you laying at the end of the night, um, then I will leave for 60 days. And everyone went, oh, it's because clearly started, that's not going to happen. He started at 30. Yeah, and then he said 60. So everyone goes, oh, clearly it's because Fozzie's going on tour. But and then there was a Fozzie sucks chant. Yes, there was. And it was amazing. <laughs> it was it was pretty crazy. The, up next, we had, well, to open the show, we had SCU and the debuting Colt Cabana. Taking- Colt Cabana is finally on TV. Yes. And it isn't, and there isn't a blown up cabana head in the audience. I know they took on that's the, that missed opportunity. They took on the dark order. I will say I listened to Colt Cabana's podcast, uh, the opening this week, and it was him. I want to say minutes after he they the match was over, uh, he sounds so happy. I'm so happy for him. As someone who's listened to his podcast since it started, uh, just the journey he's taken, I'm I'm very excited for him. Um, this is going to be great. He says he's going to be doing commentary as well, so he's just going to be doing he's going to be doing everything, which is a lot of fun, and he deserves it for sure. He he liked a tweet of mine today. Oh, great! Where I had said uh, this week on wrestlers, my mom is trying to ruin. She oh, said sh- that she was like that Colt Cabana man looks like Michael Scott. And it ruined everything for me. It kind of does. He definitely does. <laughs> like it. It was upsetting uh, because. But she also calls Pat. She also calls uh, Christopher Daniels uh, the Patrick Stewart and goggles. So, jeez. <laughs> uh, we get the callback from Jr. to Colt Cabana's football college career, which was very funny. Um, I really need. John Silver and Alex Reynolds to get new masks and maybe new names. I'm not sure about the names thing, but I think I think if you don the mask and you're in the dark order, you should get a new name as well. Is that how it works in Shikara? Yeah, I mean, pretty much, but I think, you know, I think that would be that would be fun here. Um so we got to see a little bit of John Silver and Alex, the Beaver Boys, if you will. Uh, John Silver is such a small lad. Yeah, but they were putting on, they were doing some great tag tag moves. It was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, this was basically just to, for a showcase for Cabana, which is fine by me because he hit the Chicago skyline, which I didn't know that's what it was called, and I love it. Which is a great name, and my mom loved it. And the uh, the Superman pin. And that was that was great. And he smiles to the camera. I loved it. It was good stuff. Uh, Every time he does a, a moonsault, I just think of like a free willy. <laughs> and I'm just like free willy moonsaults like every time. And I'm like, I don't mean that as like a 
because Cole Cabana is a good looking guy. I've seen him in person. He's got real hot guns. Um, my God. And I was just like, free Willie. That's every time, every time I see anybody do a springboard moonsault, I'm just like, free Willie. Every time. Fair. Every time, John. But yes. Huh. What was I going <laughs> to say? Oh, Cabana gets the pin. Evil Uno is mad and he says, heads will roll when Matt Hardy, I mean, the exalted one, gets here. And I just kept thinking of, um, oh my God, Car- what band is Karen O in? I have no idea. Heads will roll. The song "Heads Will Roll." Sorry, I I should have thought of, thought that through before I, I well, started talking. Well, that's okay. Uh, Britt Baker is out for commentary, and she brings Tony Schiavone a cup, which is clearly empty. Uh, but I love, I love it when that happens. I love when it says, uh, "There's a." I think there's a TikTok about that. I'll find it for you. Lauren showed it to me. It might be a TikTok or it might be just an Instagram post. It's very fu- like whenever somebody has a coffee cup in movies and it's clearly empty. So good. I'll see if I can find it. But I did love that it had Tony written T-O-N-I on the side of it. Did the I have a heart above it? I actually did not see. That's amazing. I hope it did. Honestly, they need to make that a thing. Like It needs, yeah. That it, the, the Tony Schiavone Starbucks logo needs to be a thing. Absolutely. Um, Britt Baker's here to do commentary on uh, Big Swole versus Love You Bates, and we can pretty much move on. <laughs> Thank you. Because the second my mom, my mom was like, the librarian? Ew, God, no. She hates her. And I was like, well, you, I, I was like, good, because she sucks. Didn't even she didn't even get, get an, an entrance. entrance because she's fucking trash. Uh, I did love Britt Baker saying, how can you come out here and say your name is Big Swole? That's good because I've been thinking the same thing. It's a Absolutely. terrible name. Um, and now we have to get to quite possibly the best part of the show. Um, I will say, though, there was a Godzilla commercial to start off the commercial break in between that. And I have a question for you, John. Yes. Um, where's Jeff Cobb? Uh, I think Jeff Cobb might have just been a one-off thing for now. We'll see. Because um, I was like, they hyped him up, and then he was, like, there, and then I'm like, where'd he go? Yeah, I'm not really sure. Sh- it's almost like they forgot he showed up. I'm not exactly sure what's what's happening with that. Um, I'm pretty sure his ROH contract is up. It, it has to be for him to be on AEW. So I think he's just kind of palling around right now, seeing what fits, and then he'll go somewhere. He's good at that. He's a nice man. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Um, Cody and his tattoo are here. Ugh. And he comes out wearing a suit, and I, I was like, well, I mean, it still looks bad with the suit. Um, yeah, it was like a weird, like, shit-colored long pea coat, and I was like, mm, mm, this is a New York look, but also that tattoo, ugh. it's wearing him. He's not wearing it. Man. So he starts to talk about... Saturday and he wants MJF to come out and look him in the eyes and tell him that he beat him. And then something completely different happens. (laughs) Uh, Jake, the snake Roberts comes out and I'm uh, Lauren was watching this with me and she was, uh, I have a, I have a quote from her later on. We'll get to it. And I'm just losing my fucking mind on the couch. I'm laughing my ass off. I'm like, what the fuck is Jake Roberts doing here? This is insane. Uh, And then he grabs a mic and then, you know, the magic just happens. 
as it does when Jake Roberts grabs a mic. He does mention that he has a client, Brock Lesnar. And Lesnar. then he said something about the dark side. I'm like, wait, is he exalted? What well, is yeah, happening? He said the dark side. I wonder if maybe somebody maybe said don't say anything about the dark side. Or if they didn't, that's their bad. Well, he's a snake man. He could just be Voldemort. Very true. There was, man, oh my God. There was so much in this promo. He kept calling Cody Caesar, which I thought was very interesting. And somebody so theatrical and overdramatic. Yes, and somebody also said that um, Caesar was murdered on March fifteenth, which is a Wednesday. So just keep that in mind. To I believe it's a Wednesday, right? I don't know. I'm My birthday check. is that weekend. I'm checking. No, no, no. It's it's not a Wednesday. It's a, it's a Sunday. It's a it's Sunday. a Sunday. Yeah. Because the 14th is when TJP is coming to the Bay Area, and I have to pick him up from the airport. Oh, nice. So. Uh, so, never mind. Uh, but maybe uh, we'll see how this... this uh, so, he calls Cody a one-trick pony. He also says, I'm not here for all of AEW. I just want your piece of the pie. There's just a lot going on. He says he has a client, and he also says, you know, a wise man once told me, Never turn your back on someone you're afraid of or that you respect. And as he's saying that, he's turning his back on Cody and he throws the microphone back to him and leaves the ring. And That I went, is the fucking burniest burn of all time. J I went, Jake the fucking snake is back. This shit is amazing. It was so good. And I, I really hope, and I know like I, many people have said this, but it seems like... DDP has helped him get his life back together, and I sincerely hope he does because uh, Jake Roberts is a manager to possibly uh, Brody Lee would be fucking insane. Oh, my God, Brody Lee. The big rig. Oh, my God, Brody Lee. That would be such a, that would be such another kick in the nuts for the WWE. Just so many people leaving and immediately going somewhere else. And then being clearly better and happier. Oh, he also, I'm sorry. He called, he called Arn Anderson a one trick pony, which is, woo, my God. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to see what happens, but I do love that we're moving on from Cody MJF like right away. It's like not even a thing. MJF could feud with anyone and have it be great. So absolutely. So up next we had Pac taking on one Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. In his John. I did. I pushed it. Yes, but you need to just push it and hold it down for like two minutes straight. Kay, thanks. You just made the That's list. That's not actually how this button works. So uh, I can just, I pressed it twice. That's going to okay. have to do. He is the list. Oh my God, that man. So love him. Lauren said about Pac, he looks uh, like he has the physical form of an action figure with bigger ears. She's not wrong. She's absolutely correct. Uh, Man, this match was great. I did I did love throughout um they were talking about Thank you for complimenting a Chuck Taylor match. Thank you. Oh no, no. This was this was a fun match. We know Chuck Taylor can wrestle singles and it was fun like because Pac has been through hell, the Kenny Omega match and the Orange Cassidy match and now he has to face Chuck Taylor who's kind of doing like power moves and then posing. Which, Which I is, thought was has very, been his thing forever. I thought was very interesting. I, I did find it also very funny that Pac just dodged the drop kick by just walking away. 
And it was just a, and it was just a pathetic Dustin move. And you know that he was the one that said that spot. Yeah. I'm just going to jump and walk away. <laughs> It'll make me look real shitty because I did tell him I, I, had, I had texted Dustin. I had said, I was like, so um, don't embarrass me on Wednesday because my mom's a real big Pac fan and I don't want her to laugh at me. And he was like, oh, no, I'm embarrassing everyone was his response. Oh, my God. And I was like, no, she's going to laugh. And my mom, she said when she saw, I had texted her saying, uh, Dust is taking on Pac. And she said, oh, shit, Dustin's going to die. <laughs> and I was sad. <laughs> I was like, you have no faith in my boy. And that Tilt-A-Whirl Tilt backbreaker was hot. It was. The Falcon Arrow was great. And also the awful waffle out of nowhere, which I was like, oh, my God, he's just going to pick up a flash victory here. Um, it was. That would have been. I would have cried. I would have fully cried. But uh, he goes for the moonsault. It does not work. Uh, trapped in the, uh, as apparently I have put in here, the it, fertilizer. And I left it. Um, number one, pretty boy moonsault, by the way. Yes, absolutely. It was so pretty. Uh, My mom has started doing this thing, and I told him about this. Uh, <laughs> and this is this is where you and I had figured out how we could tell who if he was somebody under a mask is because of his little isms that he does. My mom has started doing this thing where she's tallying how many times he adjusts his tights in a match. And let me tell you, it's a lot, John. Yeah, it's a lot. He especially does it when he's on the ground. He'll pull up his tights, even if it's not necessary. And I told him that and he was like, <laughs> he's like, tell her to quit it. And I was like, <laughs> I was oh like, then God. stop doing it. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I had told him this like years ago. I was like, you do it a lot. That's how I could tell you were Mr. Azerbaijan. <laughs> like, come on. Um, so Brutalizer spells the end for Chuck Taylor. Pac is your winner. Uh, Trent gets in Pac's face. Orange Cassidy gets into Pac's face, and then the Lucha Bros come back out, which we saw them at the end of the match on Saturday. Pac gets on the mic and says, listen up, scumbags, which is a great way to address the audience. And he then says, what you're looking at is the death triangle, or as my Spanish friends would say, uh, is it uh, triangulo, triangulo de la, de la muerte. muerte? Hey, I yeah. got it. I got it. Yeah, usually you don't got it. I'm no, proud of you. No, I know. Triangulo de la Muerte. And I, and I just remember looking at this and going, Mom, it's funny because he looks like a triangle, but upside down. I am 100% on board with this. Uh, it's great. This is very good. It gives, it, it freshens up Lucha Bros. It also gives them a guy who can talk for them. Um, and man, they're doing a lot of trio stuff, which I'm very excited about. Very, very excited about. Uh, also this is our second, um, faction, which has a shape in the name of it. We have the inner circle. Now we have the death triangle. I'm excited for the square squadron. Um, <laughs> Why did I, for some reason, not see that coming? But anyways. I'm not sure I, who will be in that stable, but. The, the thing that made me mad about that match, though, is for a significant amount of it, the cameras were just on Orange Cassidy. And I was yeah. like, what the actual fuck? There's a hot man wrestling in the ring right now against a dwarf with big ears. Yeah. Why are you not paying attention to that? That sexy man in the ring right there. What the fuck? Um, I love Chuck Taylor, John. I don't know if you knew that. 
You just made the list. I know. I know. Thank you. Uh, we had a, now we're doing a search for the world's perfect partner for Sean Spears. I don't know. That's all I really have to say about it. Um, uh, Jervis did a video for it. Uh, also, I believe Danhausen didn't do one, did he? Oh, um, no. Um, oh, my goodness. Oh, no. He was in Chikara. He was in Fist forcibly. Um, he's now mainly in the UK. He was a basketball player. Come on, Marianne. Sugar Dunkerton. Yes, thank you. Sugar Dunkerton did a video for it, which was very funny. He I was did... trying to think of all the people that went through Fist. So that's why I was like, wait a second. <laughs> he made it like it was like a uh, like he was like making an OK Cupid video or something. Was, oh, that's he would. It was very um, funny. He would. Um, my. <sighs> My thing is, I just don't know what to think about it, honestly. Yeah. Have you seen, also speaking of Danhausen, have you seen the video? I think I had to have sent it to you. I retweeted it, definitely, where it's like him standing there with his hand to his ear and the camera's like zooms in on him, but then it hits him in the face. No. <laughs> and it's so funny. I haven't seen that. I need to see that. <laughs> it's so funny. And then it's just like the end of the video is he just go him just going blah, 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 Hausen, and then it's just it's really funny. What if Dan but Hausen yeah. was the exalted? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> just say exalted Hausen. <laughs> exalted Hausen. No swearing. Just telling everyone not to swear. <laughs> then Chuck Taylor would never get to say shit. Yes, very evil. That'd be great. Uh, I can't uh, wait to see him on my birthday. That's coming up soon. Yes, it is. Uh, up next, we had QT Marshall versus Jake Hager. Uh, QT Marshall, he loves apples, and that's pretty much all I have to say about this match. Um, I That fucking lariat was so mean. Yeah. I will say that. Um, I'm obviously, like, the inner circle came out, and, like, uh, old man Dustin came out. And like, it was just like so many people came out after this match. And I was like, I was a big fan of the Ortiz Santana green digs. Not going to lie. Oh, are we too. Um, oh yeah. It was a nice shade of green. Speaking of which I got my nails done and they're green, but not for St. Patrick's day because I am a hipster. Right. Um, Ooh, that's Hangman Page up. came out. Yeah, I know. Matt Jackson came out. Sans the other one. Yes. Um, other one is not here. My mom just shouted young bucks. And I went, no, just one buck. One buck. Um, yes. And she was sad. Um, Hangman came out, and the more I look at him, because he is indeed Wayne from Letterkenny, the cuter he gets. Not oh on the god. list yet. Oh my god, what is happening? He went from being just, just a, a guy. guy. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Oh my do I, god. Do I have a thing for alcoholics? Oh Jesus, I... I fucking hope not. I hope not either. Uh, so yes, uh, it breaks down, everybody comes out, Hangman comes he, out, Buckshot Lariat... Didn't even spill the fucking beer. Tells Matt Jackson to go fuck himself and then just leaves and also takes like 12 beers from fans. He also and the beer. He put the beer on the turnbuckle yes. and it didn't even spill. That's Good amazing. Stuff. Good stuff. I will also say um, I love that he actually tweeted. He's like, fans are just out here giving me a hundred dollars worth of beer. He said something where he was like, I don't even want to. What did he say? He <sighs> I don't know. But he was... he t he tweeted something really fucking funny. I'll find it. Continue with what you're saying, and then I'll, I'll uh, let you know. Well, let's move on to MJF, who cuts a promo. He pretty much is calling out Moxley, saying he wants to be the next world champion. He is also wearing a shirt that says "I pinned Cody," 
and he says, uh, he says, oh my God, this, this shirt is just so obnoxious. Who would ever, it's so distracting. It's really obnoxious. Kind of like a neck tattoo and walks away. It gathers a lot of unnecessary attention, a lot yes. of attention in a bad way, kind of like a neck tattoo. And I was like, I have no words. And I wanted to, if I could put Nelissa Edwards gift in there, I would. But the only thing that would have made that worse was if it was in Comic Sans MS. Oh also, God. I have found this tweet. It is from March 6th of this year saying, I'm tired of peeing. Oh, yes. Yeah, that. Yeah. Hangman page. <laughs> Hangman page. Maybe we have to we have to bring back tweet of the week. I think we were go- doing Oni tweet of the week. Maybe we need to do Hangman tweet of the week. He's got some good ones. I still think his interactions with Chuck Taylor are very good. All right, all right. Uh, we had our main event, which was Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara taking on John Moxley and Darby Allen, but um, no Moxley in this match, technically. I, uh, first of all, I'd like to think that you and I are, I am the Sammy to your Jericho. Yes. Because you're a well-established wrestling icon. And <laughs> wow, thank I you. am a... Spanish God, yes. Shitty little thirsty kid. Wow. Just yearning for your attention and guidance. <laughs> We next time we see each other need to do the. Uh, I know I've been thinking Sammy about it every time I see it. The Sammy and I, I legit, That's what I am. I am a a shallow, thirsty. Just I. I can probably bump like an insane person too. Let's be real. There you go. Um. So yeah, Hager, Ortiz, and Santana attack John Moxley and. I'm thinking to myself, why is Darby not going to help him? And then uh, he's too distracted by that amazing Darby likes turtles sign, <laughs> um, which is the greatest sign yes. I think I've ever seen. And my mom was like, oh, my God, I get it. Like she understood it. Tony Schiavone tried to cover for Darby, saying that he had gotten jumped by Jericho and Sammy Guevara. But I That's could see him. I could see him just looking at the the monitor like at the big screen. My God. But um, this is now a handicap match, and Darby is just, you know, being Darby, doing Darby stuff. You mean Darb's things? Doing Darb's things. Just Darbing around? Um, I love that Darby Allen was his own hot tag. That was amazing. Um, and I love, you know Darby Allen's, like, really trying, and you know it's, like, like a, a good quality Darby Allen match when he starts to look like half of his face got smashed into a cake. Yes, yes. And it starts to peel off and look really gross. And my mom was like, yeah, he looks like he got his face smashed into a wedding cake. And I was like, mm-hmm. That's, yeah. exactly, that's exactly the look he was going for, definitely. A chocolate cake with white icing. I since I wish we had gotten the Judas Effect uh, shot in, like, we got the good shot on the the live feed yeah, from the right camera angle because they did a they did a shit. they did a replay of it but it wasn't from the right angle because darby got f- literally fucked in his face he got a he got a uh he took he took a sammy guevara bump my and god this whole match i remember my mom turning to me and going holy shit you're right he is the best at taking moves like he's incredible and i was like don't hear him like don't let him hear you say that it will go to his stupid spanish head but like <laughs> But yeah, um, it'll add to his douchebag haircut. Judas effect in midair that spells the end for Darby. Moxley comes back, uh, but he is overwhelmed and triple power bombed through a table. <laughs> 
and that's how we go off the air. <laughs> Thus, nobody mentioned nobody mentioned the fact that it was a triple power bomb. No, I don't believe anybody did. And but, I was like, why? Why? Because they the shield used to literally do this every week. <laughs> like, but they did do. And then by the time they did it twice, and they called it a double triple power bomb, and Seth Rollins was like, like a Big Mac. Oh my god. And and Roman was like, no, not like a Big Mac. <laughs> but also, they did technically do the sh- the fists in the middle, but with flipping off Moxley, which I is. I think it was supposed to be like that, which is great. Which is great. I love that they did that. I thought that was very funny. Uh, and we go off the air with Moxley being laid out. So looks like Chris Jericho saw his shadow and we have 60 days of Jericho. I He's going on tour in April. He's staying. I think he's going to st- stick around for a little bit. But he's literally going on tour in April. He'll be fine. In Europe. He'll be fine. I don't know. <laughs> We'll see. But anyway, uh, that was AEW. Great show. Also, I will say NXT was a pretty good show as well, but we don't talk about it here, so that's fine. But what we do talk about, at least for this week, we'll see. Maybe next week as well. We'll figure it out, guys. We're talking NWA Power this week. Episode 20, Stand and Defend. We're doing it, y'all. The people, Vince, spoke, and now here we are. Here we are. The previously on was interesting, Marianne. No talking. So no, how are we supposed to know no, what the fuck is happening previously? No talking at all. Uh, also, I will just, uh, for those that ha- listen to us and have watched NWA Power, um, this is just us cold going into it. So we... Yeah, so please forgive us. Forgive us if we're not, you know, doing our best. But, I mean, you know, even though there was no talking, we can kind of sort of guess what's happening a little bit. John has a positive first review, though. Fucking Pantera is their theme song. <laughs> oh my god, I'm broken. This shit. I, it started, and I went, "Oh, is this just a?" I went, "No, this is their theme song." And then I went, "Oh, goddamn, Billy Por- Corgan has those connections. Never mind." He's like, "I need a Pantera song as the NWA theme." And it's like, "Okay, great." Uh, Sean Mooney is apparently a part of NWA Power, which I'm all for. I have things to say about this yeah, uh, you because do. I, when they said his name, I went, that's not, that's not his name. Is it really? And then it like, yeah, it's his name. And I went, the first boy I ever loved was named Sean Mooney. My God. Like legitimately loved. Like we were childhood sweethearts and we used to ditch church youth group together when we were younger. And then he like kind of went downhill, hung out with the wrong people in high school, was super smart, but didn't apply himself. Mm. And then after high school, he went to prison for drug charges and beating slash robbing an elderly person that had was nice enough to let him live with him. Uh, So I dodged a bullet with that one. Yeah, didn't you tell Um, me this? I feel like you've told me I don't know, but on a funnier note, he showed up as a potential match on my Hinge account a couple weeks ago, and I fully laughed. Uh, Well, that is not this Sean Mooney. Because he'd be doing okay for himself? Wait, oh, man. Why do I know about this? I feel like you told me. And he has tattoos, like, up to his freaking chin. He's covered in tattoos now. And I was like, what is this? And I felt like it was my fault because he fell off, like, in high school because he wanted to date me, and I valued our friendship more than that. And I was afraid if we broke up, then we wouldn't be, like, as close. And so I said, I was like, no, you should go like this girl likes you. And then I pushed him to the wrong crowd. And then it was downhill from there. And I, I, wow. it took me, I, so I blamed you, myself for a very long time. So he 
beat and robbed an elderly person because of well you. he because he was a drug addict because he got into drugs in high oh, school because I, I pushed him towards the wrong people and this is me going back to blaming myself when i really shouldn't anyways why is this called the crockett cup with two t's jim crockett does the winner get a coonskin cap and a trip to frontier land i don't think so davy crockett cup is what i'm calling it the Davy Crockett Cup, that is fine. The first match, Marianne, that we are witnessing, you and I, on this journey in Side NWA note, power, yes. Remember when I went to Disneyland and said I was going to get a coonskin cap because we had one when I was little and you said no? I wanted to get one and you tried to talk me out of it. Did you get one? No, but I want one because oh. my brother had one when I was younger and I didn't get one. I think I tried to talk you out of it because I don't think they have them anymore. Yes, they do. Oh. That's why I brought it up with you because they had them and I was like, I want one. And you said no. And I was like, but I want one. And you did your dad voice and said, don't do it. All right. But I yeah, I'm getting one. one. I'm getting one when I go to Disneyland if Disneyland doesn't close because of the coronavirus. Oh, shit. I didn't. Even Which I doubt they that. will because uh, Disneyland Japan closed. But Disneyland is saying that they're not going to close because they've taken all the precautionary measures and have all of these things. And I was like, honestly, if one place could contain and beat the coronavirus, it would be fucking Disneyland because they have shit tons of money to do so. They would never close their business down to get a chance to take people's money. True. I'm really? Going, I'm going next And Friday, I mean, and I'm so. for that. You, I'm, you better show up at least one of the days when I'm there. What is it again? Tell me the days. Uh, 25th to the 29th. My pass expires one of those days, and then that's it. So you'll get, you'll probably get the last trip of the foreseeable. Oh my future. god, you're not getting a new one? No, I'm not. Holy shit! I don't have a job, Marianne. <laughs> this is no, this is this is breaking John Pingle news. I never thought that I would hear the day. Yeah, I know. Ever, but, you know. That's insane. But yeah, fine. you need to you need to show up and then be like, hey, fancy meeting you here. Let's ride the pirate ride six times. I'm excited. Anyway. I've got special pirate ears. But anyways, Zicky Dice, which Zicky. is a terrible name. I thought it was Ziggy Dice, and I went, that's cool, but it's Zicky. It's a terrible name. Which is awful. Uh, versus Both of those names are bad, honestly. Ricky Starks. Um, this ma match is a, for the television title, which is my favorite title design of all time, I believe. I believe I can safely say that. And let me just pull up what Vince said, because I was like, we're going to watch it. Um, I think you and Marianne would really like it a lot. Uh there's too much good talent. He said um, Rick, Ricky Stroke Daddy Starks is his nickname. My God. He looks like a tiny bleached hair version of um, Brody King. Oh, Ziggy Dice does. Yes, that one. Yeah, sorry. Um, so the match lasts uh, six minutes and five seconds. Look what at the, a bizarre time. Uh, TV time, I guess, is what they are going off of, which is funny. Um Starks had some uh, some crazy flying forearms. Uh, the tornado, ooh, the tornado DDT botch was pretty bad, but the Falcon Arrow after that was pretty cool. Yeah, did he? Did he? That flying forearm? Did he use like both arms? Yes, it sure looked like he did. It was effective nonetheless. But yeah, a Falcon Arrow does a Falcon Arrow like a good Falcon Arrow make somebody a John Pingle guy? Is I, that a John Pingle move? I believe it is. Yes, that is. Oh, that sounds like a John Pingle move. That sounds like actually. Actually, it is a John Pingle move because it is probably a move that I gave every create a character that was not someone I was creating that was an actual real wrestler. Everybody Good had God. a Falcon Arrow. There you go. Uh, foot. We had the foot under the Including rope. Including Chuck Taylor, who does a Falcon Arrow, Very and nobody's supposed to kick out of it. <laughs> no one is supposed to kick out of the Falcon Arrow. Hayabusha <sighs> move. Um, foot under the rope, and we got a good old-fashioned atomic drop 
Zicky Dice rolls up Rick, Ricky Starks, and our first match that we see, we have a new television champion, and it is Zicky Dice. That name is fucking gross. Uh, Zicky is going to do an interview, but then that doesn't happen because he is interrupted by Tom Latimer, but you have some thoughts. Okay, so I did not recognize Stu's voice. The audio was weird on this. My English homeboy, my God, he's fucking gorgeous. And I did not recognize his voice. Like it showed him and I went, oh, and my, my, my heart just dropped to my vagina. But um, <laughs> my, my thing is, is Tom, because this is Tom Latimer spelled with an H. Yes. Tom spelled with an H. Is Tom with an H better or worse than John without an H? That is very interesting question. Is Tom with an H better or worse than John? It's better than John without an H for sure. <laughs> Are you biased? I feel like you're biased. I'm a little biased, yeah. Yeah. I don't, the only other person I've I've seen that has the name with an H is one of the original query for the straight guys. Uh, the original, one of the original ones, his name was Tom. Interesting. With an H. Uh, apparently, Strange. Apparently, much like Danhausen, there is... No swearing! On NWA power, uh, we can't say goddamn here. Uh, his missus is going to speak for the first time next week. My God, if only we had context for whatever that means on this podcast, we kind of do I a little feel, later. Yeah, I feel like wrestling in general has a love affair with no context content. Yes. Like you don't see it as prominent in any other form of entertainment as you do in this. Like they, they live for no context. Because they want people to be curious about where the context is. Fair, fair. And it's like, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, I feel like they like they try and use no context to like their advantage. And it's bizarre. Like nobody would think yeah. of doing that. Yeah. You uh, think it would be a crippling thing. No. Uh, we had the, the uh, Aldous Scroll media thing. This is a, this is a, a media heavy wrestling promotion. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um, and I have a question for this because I haven't seen Marty Skrull in forever. If you took away all of Marty's like showy outfits and gimmicky behavior, like would he would there be anything left? Because I feel like his entire wrestling everything is based on those. Like his moveset is based on those. Everything is based on that. Would there be anything left? Well, I mean, if you take away a wrestler's gimmick, then he's. Pretty no, would there, there would there be sub no would there be substance as a wrestler like would he still have like yeah, would I think still so. be something with those move sets because you look yeah. at wrestlers that that dislike gimmicks right like sexy Simon who who just like things like I mean he understands gimmicks but he just like doesn't like he's very particular with right. his gimmicks no. which is weird because he was the most gimmicky of all gimmicky people in the WWE yeah but um goes to show you. Mm. Makes you jaded. Um, so uh, to me, I'm like, if you took away like all of that, I'm like, would there be any substance left of him as like a person, like a wrestler? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause there's sometimes you see people that are, it's like, I, they have no, they don't really have a gimmick, but Marty is like 10 gimmicks piled on there. He's not <laughs> 10 gimmicks, but he has so much gimmick that is the equivalent of 10 gimmicks. Yeah. Um, then we had a commercial with a dummy and a man wearing a mask. With a question mark on it, all right, sure. I, I now this know that is, that is the question mark, which we will get to in a minute. Here. This is all of the fucking nope in my head. 
the, no. the dummy is that's too much i don't need that all of it was too much i was like i go the dummy was like straight up nope and the rest of it was like do i have the energy for a chikara gimmick right now that flag was pretty cool though i like i it. didn't even see it i was too busy being scared it was a question mark a bl- it was a uh, a black and yellow flag with a question mark in the middle and then silhouettes of i believe an emu or an ostrich and a koala on the other side what i don't know uh we have we go we have Trevor fucking Murdoch being attacked by the question mark and Aaron Stevens. I mean, j- if you really think about it, Marianne, we have a tag team that is Damian Sandow and a man who is only known by his mask. And this is they are karate. They know karate, and I'm fine. Okay, with it. so I wanted him to yell "You're welcome" after that happened, and I would have laughed, but I did get it later so I, I did i did get my fill later yeah we had a interview with aaron stevens and uh the question mark also known as shooter aaron stevens apparently which i'm so down for it's so good talk about underutilized in the wwe oh like, yeah he is grade a charismatic like he's so funny like and you say you say obviously he wants all the belts because he was yes. putting a lot of emphasis on the like belt every time he said it. And I personally cannot wait for there to be an international shortage of belts, kind of like there's a toilet gate, toilet paper gate going on. Oh, I saw that. Where today. Aaron, where Aaron Stevens Dow single handedly causes belt gate. Yes, I could see that. Like stealing belts off people on the streets. He uh, he calls out a legendary tag team. Uh, and then he makes a comment. Uh, I can't. What is he saying about? He says like you people. You people aren't very smart. You people are you? aren't very like smart, that. are you? And then he says, "Sorry, wrong character," and I died. And I, I got, I got my Sandow fix. Yes, it was very, very funny. The Rock and Roll Express come out, uh, and basically next week we are going to have the Rock and Roll Express versus Shooter Aaron Stevens and the question mark for tag team title implications. Uh, we get the last week again between uh, Thunder Rosa, Melina, Sienna, and uh, Cam- Camille, who is our, who is uh, Tom's missus. And it just looks like Tom um, Latimer's missus. She looks like Xena, uh, Warrior Princess, kind of. Yeah, she hit a crazy but spear. Apparently, she's going to say words and have a match next week. I love Melina. She is confirmed super nice. Right on. Like, she's so nice. And she went to DragCon, and she was so excited to be at DragCon, but also equally terrified to be judged by gay <laughs> men. And I was like, that would be the worst superpower to have, is the ability to know what they're thinking of you. <laughs> My God. But I did, speaking of Sienna, I did get mistaken for her when I was in New Orleans. What? That's she has the crazy. same hair as me. Yeah, true. Uh, but she has hers as brown and not black, and to me, that looks a little bit weird. To have it brown and blonde, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, just go full blown opposites here. Absolutely. But, so. uh, up next, we had a last chance match between Zane and Dane Dawson, the Dawson brother. No, just the Dawsons, uh, and they were taking on ECW's CW Anderson and Caleb Conley, like, who like the CW Network. Yes. <laughs> Caleb Conley, who I who apparently is a face in this promotion. He's is... dating Chris Statlander too, isn't he? Oh, is he? Good for him. 
Um, I feel like just seeing the Dawsons, I, I, I immediately thought of Authors of Pain mixed with like the Viking experience. <laughs> Remember that shit? Yeah, I actually I liked uh, I liked the Dawsons. They were pretty. I did too. Yeah. Um, I feel like if Dan was a wrestler, he'd be Zane Dawson. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, no. <laughs> oh wait, Zane. Oh, da- I didn't know which Dan you were talking about. Oh goodness, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I, I don't know if he, like him. I don't know if he, he would want- be like the nicest Dawson. Would there, be Dan. the nicest Dawson. There you go. <laughs> um, a lot of a uh, lot of cool stuff going on here. Um, Caleb, I'm still like. The people love Caleb Conley, and that that shit is like very puzzling to me. Yeah, he's always been a little shithead. He looks like a little shithead. Yeah, but that springboard moonsault was fucking pretty. Oh my god, it was was like he faced forward and then spun around, and like he's faced backwards and then spun around and did it. And I was like, there was little to no preparation with that, and it was gorgeous. Oh yeah, it was great. Um, I was angry for enjoying it. CW and Caleb get the win. Um, Apparently, this means that the Dawson's... Winning a match with a moonsault. Yes, this means that the Dawson's... uh, I think there means their contract's not getting renewed. I'm not really sure how these work. I'm sure someone will explain to us. Um, The Pope having Eddie Kingston attacked. How dare he? Dude. How dare he? Eddie Kingston is is an our podcast sweetheart. Absolutely. Um, the Pope is on our shit list now. Maybe even both Popes will be on our shit list. My God. Um, I, don't, I don't even know if I really want to talk about this next segment because it was so fucking bad. We don't. The, it, because the she is Valentine WWE. Yeah. yeah, she is WWE levels of bad at talking. Well, great. We'll we'll like, skip we'll skip that. It was very awful. it was very bad. It was so bad. I don't know. Anyway, uh the Pope and the bouncers. Very interesting. This is it a little cut faction. to an ad right in the middle of him yelling Dave. Oh my god! For it me, did. that's so it was like funny. Dave, and then it cut to an ad, and then it came back, and he was still continuing. With that's it. fucking great. Uh, our main <laughs> event was for the NWA Tag Team Titles. Eli Drake and James Storm, the champions, taking on the Bouncers, who is the team of the Beer City Bruiser and Brian Malonis. Yeah, I said that right. I don't know. Um, uh, Storm is the Johnson of wrestling last names. Can we agree to that? Yes, we can. Uh, Eddie, Everybody. Fucking everyone. Eddie Kingston is here, and he's just uh, wants to fucking kill Pope. He, Eddie Kingston is, th- like, l- don't let anyone tell you that Eddie Kingston is, like, not the comfiest wrestler in the business. Oh, he is always comfortable. He is times. always comfy, and the day I meet Eddie Kingston, my career as a wrestling fan will have peaked. It will go I'm, no higher. I'm bummed he was not doing any that I could see any signings or give or uh, selling. Would merch you? Would you have him yell? Dra- would you have him yell? Dragon, dragon. <laughs> I don't know. I would probably. <laughs> I'd probably just tell him like, look, uh, you on Chikara co- t- commentary is probably one of my favorite things. So him on f- commentary in general, but especially yeah. Chikara commentary. Um. So uh, this match was all right. This was actually also hilariously the first time I've ever seen Eli Drake wrestle. I, I refuse to believe that you must've forgotten. Cause I've seen Maybe. him wrestle multiple times in person. <laughs> like it's just, it's like, how is this happening? I mean, I would check, I would have to check my sheets to see if I've ever seen Eli Drake wrestle, but I think this was the first time. I actually met someone once, um, my friend, uh, Kirsten, I went out to dinner with her and one of her friends and one of her friends, like her friend actually dated Eli Drake. 
Because oh, wow. she found out I liked wrestling and she's like, oh, do you know of this person? And then she was like, oh, yeah, I met him. Like she met him in like like Vegas or something. Huh. And like she lived near him or something. And they actually dated for a while. Interesting. And I was like, what? This is fucking weird. It was weird. Um, all the connections. So this match was fine. Um, that slam, They slammed that huge dude, which was crazy. They And then the the giant massive marshmallow man. That one, he thumped Storm so hard in the back of the yeah. head when he was like kneeling. I was like, God, like it oh, hurt yeah. to watch. Oh yeah, oh jeez, um, Jesus. Uh, it was a fine match. It was all right. I mean, Eli Drake and James Storm retain, uh, and then it the show just abruptly ends. It's just like over. It's like Pope's gonna get in and fight, and he goes nah. And then there's no like sign off or anything. The show just ends. Which I thought was very weird, but I mean, what? Yeah, you... it was. It was very graceless. I'm I'm willing to give NWA Power a couple of weeks on the show. Um, you know, it's only an hour. It's fine. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see going forward. I think maybe we'll give it maybe one or two more weeks, and then, I mean, MLW was fun, but uh, those backstage promos are real bad. They're yeah, so no, bad. They, I don't get sexy Simon every week. That is very true. You just made the list. And also, um, I'm pretty sure I read that MJF's leaving the promotion. Yeah, and now we have even less reasons. Yeah, and I mean, if if the dynasty isn't going to have MJF in it, then I'm kind of just, those backstage segments are probably some of the funniest things I've seen in a while. There was a lot of really funny Chikara backstage segments. And when I say funny Chikara backstage segments, I mean just the Gentleman's Club and Fist. Yes. We're good shit. Uh, so next, next week, which is technically this week on the two shows we will be watching, AEW has Ortiz versus Cody. Uh, the Death Triangle is in action against another team, which I can't remember who it is. Uh, we also have the Jurassic Express taking on the Butcher, the Blade, and MJF. Is the Death Triangle going against Best Friends in Orange Cassidy? They might be, but I kind of feel like it was somebody else. I, huh. could, I could be wrong, but uh, it, that could be the matchup. Huh. Um, and then we have this just announced today, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara taking Again. <laughs> taking on Hangman Page and a mystery partner. So Hangman Page, his mystery partner versus you and I. Well, because what happened is um, Kenny Omega is not cleared to wrestle. What happened? I, I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure what happened. And one thing we actually forgot to mention is we were promised lance archer debut exactly i was totally thinking that i was like did he miss his flight and they sent jake the snake out what happened so i don't know what happened because i was watching it live and i actually started to fall asleep because you know long week uh and then i went oh no did i miss it and i went back and looked and no i didn't so this is the first time AEW hasn't really delivered on a, a signing. So I'm not sure what happened. I haven't what read if, anything. What if Lance Archer turns out to like just be like Emelina? <laughs> uh, you're going to have to explain that to me. You go, what? How do you, how do you forget this? What if he just ends up being like Emelina? Do you remember in the WWE when she was like coming back and she was oh, reinvented? Yes. And it was like months and months and months and months of, of teases for Emelina. And then she just never showed up. Emelina. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I wanted to make the Twitter account. Did Emelina debut? <laughs> no. Um. So, yeah, that's that's what's happening on AEW uh, this week. And then also NWA Power, Rock and Roll Express versus 
Shooter Stevens and the question mark. So we'll stick with it here with with uh, with NWA power. Maybe in a couple of weeks we'll we'll take the temperature and see what we would like to do. Speaking speaking of uh, of Stevens and just names being spelled weird, is Aaron without an extra A worse or better than Aaron with an A? It's like freaking a- me out, man. Isn't it weird? Yeah. You keep thinking it's spelled wrong. Yeah. And then I look at it and I think I misread it as a rod and then I get mad and then I get relieved. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We we have three questions. Are they from Jaron? They are from Jaron. Okay, good. Here they are. Uh, Who has more heat this year? Vince for burying talent like Ricochet and the fiend or the coronavirus for canceling loads of new Japan shows. Uh, With me, (laughs) with me, it's the coronavirus for canceling not only new Japan shows, but stardom shows Actually, Stardom. Uh, I think tonight starts their no, no people gate where they're just having empty arena shows and they're showing them for free on YouTube. That's uh, dope. Yeah, I I think um, the, it would be the coronavirus for me if it gets to the point where when AEW makes it to where I'm at and they they don't they cancel shows. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm real worried I would be about me. Fucking furious. I'm really worried about Mania weekend. Because they've had confirmed deaths in Florida, right? Yeah, so... Yeah, well, and I had um, George, my friend George, was uh, flying out um, to go to Disneyland with me because he's never been. And um, speaking of which, he said, I'll take you out to dinner and tell you you're beautiful when I told him that my date got canceled. And nice. I was like, you know who else wouldn't, da- like, wouldn't, like, re- who else wouldn't ditch me on a date? I was like, Tim Donst. Um, you just made the list! Yeah, indeed. Um, so... I think that if it cancels his flight, I'm, it's definitely the coronavirus. Yeah. I also have a question from another one of our listeners as well when we get to the end of Jaren's. Excellent. Um, I just remembered about it right now. He so. has one that actually I also have another. There are two questions. I'm actually, uh, Calvin, I'm going to save your question till next week. And Jaren, I'm going to save this other question till next week because I need to think about it. Uh, is, is Calvin's about uh, promo guys? Yes. That's what my question was. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to save that till next week because I didn't really have time to think about it. Yeah. That's, I I told him I would think about it and then I forgot. So, but literally off the top of my head, it'd be Macho Man, Roddy Piper, Jake the Snake, and, uh, I don't know, a fourth person. For, for what? For best promos. For best promos. Oh, mine, I obviously, I would pick Moxley. And then he and I just went back and forth and just shared Moxley links and just like nice. went nuts in that. And then also Tim Don says a killer promo. That's true. Uh, Jaren's question was make a stable using only low card 2000 WWE guys minimum for minimum. Mine would be Maven, Sean O'Hare, Matt Morgan, Elijah Burke. Woof. I'd have to think about that one, Jaren. We'll get back to that. I, I just said, forgetting that Alex Wright was from the 90s and in WCW, I just put, my stable would just be a bunch of Alex Wrights. Fair. <laughs> and then Jaren said, I got to find out where I can snag an Alex Wright shirt. And then he found one and it was sold out in all of the possible sizes that I would be able to fit in. My God. And I was so pissed. Uh, his uh-huh. other his other question is more of a statement. Also, it's 2020. I think uh, it's time we make Heath Slater a world champion. Fulfill the three man band prophecy. Holy shit! That'd be fine. I'm fine with that. I would be fine with that because I love Heath Slater. All right, I think that's it for this week, Marianne. Remember I, when he didn't get drafted? I do remember that. Oh, <laughs> I just sat, sat in the room. <laughs> I'm so hungry. 
Oh my God. So this is what's going to happen. I'm going to run through these. We're not going to take a break. I'm just running through them right now. Here we go. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moon Salt. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. Please let us know that we are hilarious and that you enjoy listening to us. <laughs> What? I don't I don't know. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy a Tornado Tag Radio shirt, a mug, a sweatshirt. Don't buy a sweatshirt. It's hot out. Don't do that. Um, I don't know what else there is on there, but buy all that stuff. It's great. But Be a local talent. Buy our shit. Uh, it's not there, but we'll get there uh, eventually when I'm uh, no, I said Just for out. somebody to be a local talent in uh, general yes. and buy our shit. Uh, support TTR and all the other podcasts on Night of the Living Geeks Network. Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. If you want to donate monetarily there, that would be great. Also, I forgot, Marianne, we have a new podcast on the the network. What is that podcast, John? The podcast is called uh, Soundtracks on the Sticks. It is hosted by our good friend Chris and his friend Jordan. My God, Chris has joined the Night of the Living family. Yes, yes. What a get. What a get. That means we have to have him on the show more so he can plug this show. Uh, they it's a video game soundtracks podcast. It's very cool. They talk about um the original scores. Um, they have so far talked about Donkey Kong Country two and Final Fantasy five six seven eight. I have to do that every time because the Roman numerals. And they asked me or Chris asked me what my favorite video game soundtrack of all time was. Sonic I, two. I said Mega Man two. Good good one. That's a good one. So there you go. Sonic Sonic 2 has some iconic noises in it. There you go. Sonic 2, Chris, and Mega Man 2. You can have us on future episodes. But that's it for us this week. Join us again next week for episode 227. Yep, 227. There's only one thing left to do, so man, if you Ring the bell, brother. Brother. <laughs> what do you think of that, brother? This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.